Hello, hello, hello. Hi guys, it's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you're confused, you don't know exactly what you're in or you just need some help, you know, to confirm that you ain't crazy. And I am not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, anything of the like. I am a life coach helping individuals to reach their relationship goals within the parameters of my abilities and my training. I do um, have resources where I can refer, uh, who I can refer you to. It's on a case by case basis. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's uh, just a matter of putting in the work, you know, following the things that you've heard or read that resonates with you. Or sometimes you just might really need to be uh, in the chair talking to a therapist in their office or virtually, what have you. At the end of the day, do what you have to do. Do something, you know, just don't not do anything being in a narcissistic relationship or a toxic relationship, you know. So I hope you guys have had an amazing week so far. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. You know, it's nothing to it but to do it. So I am here to give you encouragement. I used to say give you validation, but I kind of, you know, thought about that thing earlier today where I was like, you know what? People shouldn't wait for other people to validate them. So I'm more interested in giving you support um, and kind of letting you know that you ain't crazy by bringing you information to confirm that what you're feeling is really real if you're really with a narcissist as well as to just hold you accountable as best as I can for you to look at yourself as well, you know, and ask yourself, do I really deserve the treatment that I'm getting? No one does. You know, why am I here? Why am I staying? And just to really encourage you to take your power back, you know, that's what this is all about. With those of us who are content creators, we want you dealing with uh, narcissistic abuse and raising awareness about the personality disorder. We really want you to take your power back and get just get educated, arm up, and take your power back. I can't stress it enough, you know, and you do that by getting educated because once you're educated, you will become powerful. Knowledge is definitely power, you know, and you'll find yourselves seeing that light right at the end of the tunnel. Being in it's going to be so bright, you're going to need to put sunglasses on. You hear what I'm saying? When you do the work. So I'm doing another walk and talk, guys. I'm out here. It is a beautiful evening. The sun has gone. It's not really down, but it's not beaming like it was. So it's a little cooler, thank God. And you might hear birds chirping. Me out of breath. (laughs) Uh, Dogs barking, cars riding by, people talking. All of those different things. Anything can be going on outside. And I hope that you guys are having a good evening and that you too if you haven't already done so i really encourage you to get fit walk as often as you can or if you're a runner run i'm a walker you know but do a minimum of six thousand steps if you're a female if you can get eight thousand in that's great but set small goals you know because before you know it you say six you'll be doing 10 but if you try to start out with 10 you might not do any because you're thinking 
dug it, I might as well not do anything because I'm not gonna reach 10 steps, excuse me, 10,000 steps. So set, set small goals so that you can reach them, you know? So what we're gonna talk about today, what am I talking about today? I wanted to talk about, I saw in my email, like I say sometimes, I've said in the past where some questions will come in my email from Cora and I'll give my response to, to them. And occasionally I'll talk about it on my podcast. So I saw a question today about Cora. What was it? What was it? What was it? Let me, wait a minute, guys, because I don't have my notes and I'm out here walking and talking. And if you know me, I am informal. It's about bringing you the information to let you know you ain't crazy. Um, yeah, it was a female asking. She said that she wanted to send a note to the narcissist that she broke up with. I want to send him a note. Is it okay if I send the narcissist I was with a note because I want that I want closure. She wants to get closure from the narcissist that she was involved with and they've already broken up. So, I'm sure there is somebody out there in podcast land, listeners land who probably have that same question. And my answer, again, this is my opinion. It was also my experience. If you are dealing with a person who never existed and they're fake and you really think you're going to get closure. So it can be a couple of things going on with her. One, she's in denial. Two, she wouldn't get back with the person. You know, it's really not about closure. It's like very often, you know, empaths, empathetic people, you want to make it work so bad. You just want it to work. And it can be so painful because you're like, damn, why can't this work? I'm going to do everything that I can do. And the key word is, I'm going to do. What about them? You know, a relationship is about reciprocity. It's about two people. And if you don't have two people in it, what you going to do? And if you're dealing with somebody who has a personality disorder, such as a narcissistic personality... What are your what what are your expectations for real for real? What are your expectations? They're not going to change, you know. The likelihood of getting getting the help that they need that is very slim because they don't think they have a problem, and there are too many enablers in our society to keep them going. That circle will keep going on and on. They'll just make their rounds, and if you allow them to, they're going to come back and hoover you. But they're going to shift blame tell you the cause of everything that has happened and even if they lie just to get you back by acting like they're taking accountability you better believe you get ready to get it because they're going to switch up on you again that's just what narcs do period so back to the question um that she was asking should i I just want to write a letter to the narcissist who was in my life to uh get closure And that's why I do my podcast. You know, I'm going to keep continuing to speak about this thing because sometimes people have a hard time really grasping on the fact that the person never existed. I know it might be hard, but if you back to getting educated, because if you don't educate yourself and you're trying to look at the relationship like it's a normal one and you don't really understand everything that they're capable of. You're just going to allow yourselves to get hurt. Hi, how are you? 
you're going to allow yourself to get hurt over and over and over again, you know, and you don't deserve that. You deserve to have peace. You deserve to not be in a toxic relationship, to not have to keep fighting to just be heard, you know, you deserve to not be dismissed because narcs will be very dismissive, shut you down. You come to them with something you want to talk about. They shut you down. They didn't start out that way. They didn't start out that way. Most of them, I mean, very few people sign up to be with somebody who's just reckless and evil and mean and nasty. Most of the times that stuff start out where they are love bombing you because they know that's what they have to do in order to get you in the first place. Love bomb you. Make you think that you have met your knight in shining armor, that you are the, he's the king of your life, he's the prince, he's the whatever, or she's the queen, your lady, the one. You know, it can be either or, because females can be knocks too. But what they will do is have you thinking that they are the best thing since sliced bread, okay? The best thing since sliced bread. Hi, how are you? Yeah, so don't buy into it. You know, if you're thinking about saying, hey, I just want to call them, and don't get me wrong, I understand because I've been there. But when I begin to get educated, because when you get educated, and I talk about it a lot, you become so powerful. And you can see that thing, like you see the painting on the wall, the writing on the wall, it's like black and white, it's so clear, it will be so clear. And then you can begin to heal because your brain is, I mean, it's really thinking that the person who, the fake person that you fell in love with, your brain thinks that it was real. So now you gotta program your brain to grieve the loss of something fake. It's, it's just like that. But if you don't do the work, you're going to stay stuck. You've got to come to grips where I was really with a fake person. But they showed up as if they were real. So the main thing you got to do to heal is accept the fact. It's acceptance. Accept the fact that they never existed. They literally, and that's why, back again, to narcissists. You know, somebody who literally can just show up and lie and be somebody else just to get you, to gain your trust, so you can let your guards down, and then they can just break you down, and then they go after somebody who's just, they they go after people who are very successful or got something to lose or somebody that they can break. They ain't going for no broke, broke down person who's who has a low self-esteem already, they want you to have high self-esteem. You know, when I say broke, I'm not talking about like money all the time. I'm talking about mentally broke down. They don't want you already mentally broke down because they want the opportunity to mentally break you down. So if you were once a strong-minded person and strong-willed and had it together, oh, they're coming for you. Which is why, again, you gotta educate yourself. Because if they get in there and they're allowed, they, they can break you down, they're going to di- discard you anyway because they don't want broke down people. You know, if they didn't want you before they did it and they're not going to want you after they do it to you, drop the mic. They don't want you. If you're broke down, they don't want you 
when they break you down. So if you're already broke down, they don't want you and they're not gonna want you after they break you down. So while you sitting there squirming and pleading and begging, please be with me or trying to call them or like this person asked the question and my heart goes out to her. I hope she gets the help that she needs if she's still ruminating and still thinking about the narcissism she's even gotten away. But when I send a letter, that's the worst thing you can do. Let them be. Let them go. And if you have small children, focus on your kids. Love on them. Give them the attention that they need. And you're not even going to have time to be thinking about a narcissist. And definitely, whether they're teenagers, little kids, like every child needs your attention. If they are under the age of 18 and even some who are, who even, who's even 18, they need your attention. You know, if they already go to college and all of that kind of stuff, they need your attention. And you dare going sure enough don't want to show them that it's, it's okay for somebody else to mistreat you, to break you down. And if you're with a narcissist, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to break you down. They're going to mistreat you in front of your child. And what does that say to your child? That you are pushover. That you just allow people to treat you like shit. And it's okay while you sit and cry. You see how dysfunctional that is and how wrong that is and how it can affect a child who has nothing to do with your situation. But you're allowing them, you're exposing them to that toxic behavior. So anyone who has children, that alone should make you want to do the work to try to get that fake person out of your system. Get them out of your system. They never existed. And I know it seemed or it seems very real, but look at the pattern. Do you really want somebody who you can predict the toxicity, you can predict exact the, the bad behavior they're going to put on you, they're going to give to you? You know, who just downright mistreats you, act as if they don't know you when they hurt you or cheat on you, gaslight you, tell you you're the reason why they cheated. You, you made them cheat, you know, and then you all broken down, don't know if you coming or going, you might be losing money, you know, you might not be able to keep a roof over your head. And they had done that. Not so much like I caught him physically with someone, but I knew someone was someone else was there, especially towards the end when I left. But at that time, it was about me. It's about me, my sanity, my health, you know? And thank God I didn't share a child with them, but he surely tried to come between my kids. Really, at least one of them thought highly of him before he really understood what was going on with the person. You know, they, you ain't got to worry about telling nobody. These people will show their colors. Very often, we stand in the way with blocking their comma. We stand in the way with their true colors really showing so other people can see them. Get out the way. People will see them because what they'll do back to their work, they stay at their job. The devil stays on their job. They will try to embarrass you, shame you, or antagonize you. Step back so that you can look like the crazy one. And the way that you beat them at that game, don't show any emotions. 
Don't show them any emotions and keep doing that until you get up out of there or you put them out. Don't let them see you sweat. Yes, you cannot. Do not let them see you sweat. That's very important because they love that. That's their mission. Let me see you sweat. Let me break you down so I can act like I care. Then you're going to trust me. And then I'm going to do that shit to you all over again. Come on. Get off the Ferris wheel. Get off that cycle. Get off, get off the merry-go-round that they're going to take you on over and over and over again. And especially if they're, you know, checking off the boxes. And I'm talking to people who have confirmed, who has confirmed that they're really with an arc. You know, male or female. Don't give up your power. Take your power back. Take your power back. You come home from work and that bird want to come for you and you know that they're a narcissist and go back and forth with them. Love on your child. Go give your child a hug. Give yourself a hug. Give yourself a high five. Call a loved one. Call somebody who has shown you that they're trustworthy, that they love you. Don't call nobody and start talking about the narcissist with them. That's another episode. Don't do that. Especially flying monkeys. They might be flying monkeys. You talk to somebody who talks to the narcissist and you think you're venting, don't do it. Because they're going to go back and say something to the narc, even if it's not intentionally intentional. They're going to go back and say something to the narc, and that's giving the narcissist more fuel. A lot of these birds do what they do because they can. They can. You know, and some people get worried that, oh, they're going to leave me. Why would you want them to stay? You like that treatment? Isn't that a peace of mind if they left? Go. Because the next person is going to get the same thing. And if they're cheating with somebody and that person is a cheater as well, they deserve whatever the narcissist is going to give them anyway. And you already know they're going to. Because more than likely they gave it to the person before you. So everybody's going to go through that love bomb and phase, period. Just like they're going to go through the devaluing, the discard. And they may or may not hoover them or they may hoover you and want you to become the side piece. And so many women or men, they come right back and sign up for that nonsense. Again. So if you come and you go looking for it, it's going to, come, it's going to be right there for you. You go looking for trouble. It's going to be right there. Like, here I am. Got you. You want drama? Here I am. Let it go. Let it go. It's not worth it. Keep your peace of mind. You know, and back to the lady's question from Cora. You know, oh, I want to. And I don't know her, obviously. But I can hear that tone like, oh, I, I just, do you think I should contact the narcissist I was involved with just to get closure? Honey, listen. If you feel like you want to write a letter, write a letter and burn it or trash it. Don't send it, you know, because sometimes you do need to get stuff off of your chest, meaning write, journal. That's okay. Journal it just to get it out of your system. Don't send it. Don't contact them asking questions because they're going to lie to you. Either they're going to embarrass you and make you feel worse or 
If they say something you want to hear, it's going to be a lie. Because if the relationship did not work out and you left them, oh, it's on and popping. If you left them, that's a narcissistic injury. If you think for one second they're not out to get revenge, the devil is a liar. And the rest of them that his legions as well, they're going to be ready to get you. That's a helicopter, guys. They're going to be ready to get you. Wait a minute. This helicopter is over here. Yeah. They're going to be ready to get you back. Revenge, revenge, revenge. And then if they left you, cheated on you or whatever, why the hell you want to go back? And they did you wrong. And you think they're going to do right? No. No. And you don't have to believe what I'm saying when I tell you, look at the pattern. Hi, how are you? Look at the pattern. You will definitely see that it is not a game. Okay. I'm about to wrap this thing up, guys. But yeah, listen, do not go calling them. Look at yourself and ask yourself why. Write it down. Why do I want to contact somebody who was fake? Why do I want to contact somebody who showed up as a representative, who switched up on me, who won't let me talk? They won't let me say my side. They're always dismissive anytime I try to say something. They be lying on me. They even put their hands on me. They bully me. They talk about me to any and everybody. They block my blessings. They're jealous of me. They want to compete with me. They stab me in the back. They cheat on me. They lie on me. Why? I tell you what, if you feel like you want to go back, write down everything that the narc did to you. Write it down. And then write all the good things that they did. Write it down and you weigh it. You weigh it. Because a lot of the times people get it twisted where, it was like, where they'll be like, oh, they were so good to my child. Or they were so good to my mama when she was ill or my dad when he was ill or they stood by my side. And then the next thing you know, you let them get away with murder by treating you like the scum of the earth. No, they did what they were supposed to do because if somebody is involved with you and they're your spouse, they should be supportive. You don't get brownie points just because you are. I would do it for you. We do it for each other. This is what we do. When you treat people with love, kindness and respect, why wouldn't you do that? But just because you do it, that doesn't give you the green light to treat me like shit. No. But a person who has a narcissistic personality and if you're in a relationship with them and their sick mind, you got to believe that they have their own way of thinking and it's delusional, irrational. It makes no sense. It's selfish. Lack of em lack of real empathy. They'll fake it during the love, love bombing period, but they can't sustain it. It's going to slip. That mask is going to slip. They have multiple faces. It's going to slip. The only thing that they, they show up nice and kind is to get whatever they want. If that means trying to be nice to you a little bit or nice to you a lot, they're going to do it until they don't have to do it anymore. You want somebody who's consistent and who doesn't have that ability to hurt you, manipulate you, and all of those evil, toxic things and driving you crazy because that's exactly what they will do. And they will come from all kinds of angles. That's why it's multiple people. 
They will come at you in so many ways. You won't know if you're coming or going. Should you allow that to happen? Should you stay there? That's exactly what's going to happen. They know what they're doing. So don't feel again that, oh, they were so nice. And when you ruminate, you're going to sit there and think about all the good times y'all had. Do I really want to let this go? Think of all the bad things that has happened. And can you live with that? Can you live with it being 10 times worse? Because that's what's going to happen. It's just going to be 10 times worse. It's going to get, should you leave and come back? And then if you stay, it's going to get 10 times worse. So there's no winning. Other than you taking your power back, you getting educated, you putting the work in to go through your grieving process, to forgive yourself and to move on and have a better life. Opposed to a grieving, deteriorating life. And again, I can't stress it enough. If you have children, this is an easy decision because please do not expose your children to this stuff. And if you are, forgive yourself. Stop putting the work so you can change that situation. Change it. It's enough people growing up who are messed up in this generation, adults who are messed up because their parents stayed in toxic marriages or relationships, situationships, whatever, anything going and not even thinking about what's in the best interest of the child. And if that means you need to be alone and not be in a relationship, guess what? Be alone because you're not alone. You have your child. Forget about you. When you have children who need you and rely on you and about your intimate needs at that time, especially with the wrong person. Now, if you've got a healthy person who can add value to your life that your child will benefit from as well as you, fine. But if not, you need to love your child more than you hate any situation. Co-parent like you need to. And if you need help, get the help that you need. It's a lot of resources out there that you can get help if, you're, if the other parent is a narcissist how to co-parent with a narcissist. That information is right there. It's out there. You got to put in the work. So instead of crying and worrying about the narc, narc, what they're doing, what they're not doing, put in the work to understand how do I co-parent with a narc, with a narcissist, and start doing the work. That's the only way it's going to change. It is work. And you got to put the work in, guys. So I am done. I hope this episode helps you, encourages you, give you some motivation, give you some confirmation to know that you ain't crazy. You know, don't let anybody, get other people guess like you stand with some bird who does all of those things I talked about in this episode and previous ones as well. Follow your gut, follow your instinct. You are enough. You can look in the mirror and say, I am enough. Know your worth, know your value, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And back to if you're dealing with a narcissist, they're supposed to tell you that you're nothing because that's what they do. That's what they do, which is why you got to ask yourself, why I want to be here? For real, for real? You can do bad all by yourself. You don't need someone to add to you. You know full well you don't like being in that situation. Be honest with yourself. You don't like it. And when you don't like something, it's up to you to change it. Yes. 
it's, it's just like that. Change it. No one says it's going to be easy. Life ain't easy. And you got to do it. You know, you got to put the work in. You always hear relationships is work. Relationship is work. Exactly. Relationships, they are work. It is work. Being in a relationship is work. But it should not be at the detriment of your sanity. Period. It should not be. Absolutely not. It can be a beautiful thing. A healthy relationship is a beautiful thing. And the work just comes with being supportive, being understanding, vice versa. That's where that work comes in. To play understanding your differences, disagreeing respectfully, you know, doing things that you have to consider the other person with that you might not have had to if you were a single person, you know, making compromises for people who are worth it. Not no Dago narcissist. They don't deserve you. Somebody who's treating you like crap don't deserve you. All right, guys. So that's it. That's all I have for you today. I will talk to you on the next episode. Peace and blessings to you. You got this. Okay. Your girl, Rachel Real, is out. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Don't forget to do your work, your homework. All right. Bye.